Welcome to the Bloom Podcast for the healers and feelers of the world who struggle with stress, anxiety, perfectionism, and self-doubt. We work with women like you every day and have found some key truths to help you feel more confident, worthy, and graceful so you too can keep changing your world like the healer and feeler you are. Hey everyone, how are you doing? If you haven't listened to listen to my thank you and I miss you post, please just take a quick listen to that podcast just because I want you to feel my heartfelt gratitude for every single one of you um, that drop in and listen to us because it truly, it truly means the world to me and just to us in general. So please listen to that. I also was just going to pop it and say, <laughs> uh, I did not mention it in the I Missed You podcast, but I'll mention it here. I literally hit every single one of the mental hurdles, physical hurdles to try and get this podcast done. Um, And I was not going to let it defeat me. I was like, not today, Satan, because (laughs) I tried to set up a camera so that I could physically record as well as pull the audio from the recording. Nope, didn't want to record properly. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I tried to switch to a different device. That device was dying. And then what else did I try to do? tried to do something else I oh I had like a ring light all set up I had everything in mind about what I was gonna do and nope that wasn't gonna work either and I was like you know what like I'm not going to allow these hiccups to stop me from posting or saying what I want to say to you guys and so Although this is a verbal podcast, I will have some physical ones coming soon where you'll actually be able to see my beautiful face. Yes, work in progress. Thank you for your patience. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? So today, I know I mentioned in the I Missed You podcast about how I'm going to talk about rest because essentially when I stepped away for a whole year, uh, it was very restful. It was extremely restful for me. Um, So I just wanted to sit down and talk about the seven kinds of rest. And let me just say, I took all seven of them. So let's just kind of breeze through all of them. And then I will break down each one and how I did it. And I hope that this encourages you to take these forms of rest as you need them um, throughout your life. Maybe you need to only have a couple of them right now, or maybe you need none of them. But these might be tips that would be helpful for you in the future. So Let me go through the couple kinds of rest. So there are seven in total. So the first one is physical rest. Um, So demonstrations of that are like stretching, taking a nap, getting a massage, or going for a walk. There's mental rest where you turn off your phone or you uh, avoid any social media distraction. um, And you just practice some mindfulness. There's emotional rest where you spend some time alone. um, You avoid stressful situations. You talk to a good friend. You spend some time in nature. There's sensory rest where you turn off the TV, you close your eyes, you take a bath. There's creative rest where you take a break from work or pursuing a hobby. Social rest where, again, you avoid social situations, you spend time alone, um, or you spend time with close friends and family. And then there's spiritual rest, wherever you might be spiritually, whether you do a bit of praying uh, or engaging in some sort of spiritual practice that you enjoy. Um, or spending some time in nature. So if you can, um, I have my Instagram details uh, in the description box below. If you are available and if you're free, 
please click on my Instagram and find my most recent post and add a little mic emoji and answer my question um, as to what kind of rest you feel like you need or um, you would you think that is a top priority for you in the future like you feel like that's an area that burns out really easily for you um, so feel free to click my Instagram in the description box or you can find me if you want to search me up I am uh, play thrive create with cherry um, and you will find me um, so let's break through all let's uh, break down every single kind of rest and I will talk about how I mindfully and applied these seven forms of rest in the past year that I've stepped away. Um, as I've spoken about, I am in school full time. I work um, a couple times a week, not quite part time, but not quite not working either. Um, as well as some like life coaching endeavors, some of my clients that I take on. Um, as well as I'm a partner, I'm a wife, I'm a dog mom, I'm a daughter, I'm a daughter-in-law, I'm a sister-in-law. Um, and so just like you, I have a very busy schedule and I'm transparent. I Again, this isn't the perfect world. This is no curated Instagram. This is real life. And so I'm going to break down how I took those seven areas of rest. And I hope that it encourages you to take some time away and to rest as well. So physical rest. Um, so this is like taking a nap for like, <laughs> I say like 365 days, but when you know what I mean, like you take one of those really good naps where you wake up and you're like, what year is that? Holy Hannah. Well, that's what I mean is taking a nap or taking a break, or maybe it's stretching and maybe it's stepping away and, you know, getting a massage, but, um, physical rest can also be kind of like, you know, um, I say, I say this with a grain of salt because I think it depends on where you are in your life and maybe this isn't applicable, but you know, sometimes it's a bit active as well, whether you're going out for a light jog or, you know, going out for a light walk, maybe you go to that splint spin class you really want to go to if you feel like you have the energy, right? Because sometimes getting your body moving is the biggest thing you need is like you just feel slud like sludge like molasses like nothing is moving the creative juices aren't flowing and I mean motivation there's no such like motivation if you're gonna wait for motivation to motivate you to do these things that you like enjoying it's like good luck with that because like motivation um is worse than be like a groundhog being able to predict when spring or when spring is coming. It's inaccurate is what I'm saying. Um, and you can't depend on it. Um, so within your, your, within reasoning, right? Like what is that? Look and maybe what you really need is, yeah, like laying down and just potatoing it. And like, what the heck is wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with laying down and just being a potato because I love being a potato. Uh, like, let's be honest. Like I'm literally sitting on my couch right now recording this podcast, laying into my pile of like four blankets. I love blankets. <laughs> um, but anyways, consider that. What does physical rest look like for you? Um, and oftentimes when you're feeling really run down, is this one of the forms of rest that you need to add or consider in your arsenal, right? The next one is mental rest. Um, I think that everybody could benefit from this. This is like, you know, not replying to people or avoiding your social media. You know, like a lot of people talk about turning off their phones on like do not disturb or um, for example, yeah, like not 
scrolling on social media. And I think that people need to know in this day and age of accessibility, you do not need to feel obligated to answer people by text. And neither should people have that expectation of you to say that you need to answer them as soon as they text you. Um, Because there's often times where like in a point of like really needing mental rest is I reply to people the next day or I send a message and say, I don't have the capacity to answer this question or the capacity to listen to you 100% and you don't deserve that. And I want to be present for for when my brain is at a like a better time, like a um, like a more filled up point or a more um, rested point. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, and so, yeah, like I don't think you need to feel ashamed for saying that. And if people are going to shame you, I think that you know you need to consider that when you put up boundaries people aren't going to like it because it's not convenient for them, but it's your body, it's your mind, and you need to take care of yourself before, you know, trying to take care of others, right? Like it's on like, it's like on an airplane, you got to put on your own oxygen mask first before you put on somebody else's, right? And like, we could talk on forever. Like, I think we've talked about it a little bit here on this podcast, like social media, like our brains were not made to be able to like take in and consume social media the way that it is now in this day and age in this society like we just aren't made for it it's not supposed to be that way um and so it's good to you know step away from social media whether you need to um remove the app altogether from your phone or remove it from your home screen, or maybe you have digital timers that you place on them, but it's good to turn that part of your brain off because yeah, social media is a deep, deep rabbit hole that you can get yourself stuck into a game of comparison, a game of not enough, a game of, I want that. So I'm going to strive to do that. Right. Like, and then you over strive essentially, and then you burn out. Right. So consider that as well. Think about if mental rest is one of those things that you need to add to your tool belt and ensure that you do on a regular basis so that you don't need to, you know, burn out and then consider what forms of rest you need. Um, The next one is emotional rest. We talk about healers and feelers on this podcast. And as a healer and a feeler, I agree with emotional rest is sometimes you need to take away, uh, take time away from people or situations or like stressful situations or just normal situations where you're like talking to a lot of people because sometimes in those moments, maybe you just need to talk to yourself. Like you need to have a conversation with yourself, no bias opinions, you know, but if you feel like, you know, you have a really good best friend, you can confide in hell. Yeah. Like do that, you know, confide in them and, you know, use that as emotional rest for yourself. Um, But healers and feelers don't forget that you need to recharge yourself too. You feel so much in a day, you experience so much in a day, or even in a set of shifts or in a long period of time that you need to unplug, you need to unwind. But the way that you unplug and unwind is really important too. So like, make sure that the way that you're doing it is healthy. Like, make sure you're not doom scrolling. And, and maybe if you are scrolling, like maybe it's educational content or like, you know, limit the time so that, you know, your brain doesn't become mush and, I'm not for one to stop people from binge watching TV shows on Netflix. So if that's what you want to do, heck yeah, do that too. But just make sure that like, you know, you're eating your meals, you're drinking your water, 
and you're just getting up and kind of stretching your body here and there. Um, don't become one with the couch, right? Um, and yeah, is emotional rest something that you need to consider? Is that something that burns out first for you, right, as a healer and feeler? The fourth kind of rest is sensory rest. Oh my goodness, we could go into this forever. Sensory overload, am I right? We literally just talked about a whole topic about sensory overload. So sensory rest is turning off the TV, closing your eyes, spending time in a quiet room, listening to calming music. I mean, social media is great. Like I'm not bashing it and saying that it's ever a bad thing at all. Let's be honest. Like there's a lot of things that we've learned on social media, recipes that we've tried that are delicious, but the overstimulating colors and the fast paced lights and sounds and like, is that, you know, is that good for our brains? No, it can be a lot, you know, at the end of the day, we're not meant to take in that much sensory information, right? And if you're a healer and feeler that has to talk to a lot of people or be out in a social setting, right? Like I'm a nurse, so I work in a hospital. I talk to people, I talk to other colleague nurses, I talk to doctors and you know, I have monitors beeping all the time and like talk about sensory overload, right? Like if you don't consider taking some time and stepping away. So, you know, what does that look like for you? Um, I've been really interested to try those um, silent floats that people do. Um, I forget the exact term for it, but they essentially lay in a pod, essentially. It looks like you're going to space, but it's like salt water and you just lay in the bliss and the quietness of this pod this quiet pod essentially and I for for some people that might be an extreme but like for some people that maybe that's exactly what they need right because like if that phone is within accessible distance you're gonna want to swipe or you're gonna want to talk to someone or you're gonna see all the notifications right and consider what you need to do in your environment right to ensure that you're not sensory overloaded every day you know um for some people maybe having the TV on while you clean is great. But for others like, you know, that have been sensory overloaded all day, maybe that's too much, right? Maybe you don't leave the TV running while you clean. Maybe you put in a little bit of like, maybe some amp up music in your ears and like, that's perfect. Maybe you dim the lights, you know, later into the evening. So you're not like overstimulated by like the really bright white lights in your house. Um, and even in your room, right? Maybe no bright lights, maybe just some really gentle like side table lamps and such, right? Um, and sensory overload can be, right? All our senses, right? Sight, smell, touch, taste. Um, and it's okay if like, for example, for taste that your food is something just a bit more simple because you've been overdoing it a little bit for a little while, right? You know, some just simpler foods like soups or um, not even stews because stews can sometimes be really strong, but like, yeah, something comforting and warm, like a stew. Um, I just said not stew. I meant soup, um, like a soup or something, right? Something simpler that your body that won't overwhelm your body and won't sensory overload it. And like touch, maybe it's like you have an outfit that you always lean towards that you like sleep in or in your house in. And maybe that's that like desensory outfit that you have, right? That you put on as soon as you have an over like a sensory overload day a smell right like maybe you've never noticed but you are actually like really smell overloaded like think about all the scents that they put into stuff nowadays in laundry detergent in hand soap in hand sanitizer in hand lotion in hairspray in shampoo and conditioner and maybe 
that's something that's overloading you? Like, do you maybe need to switch to something that's like unscented, for example? And like, you know, maybe you were a person before that was like, oh, I love my diffuser, but you're starting to realize that like all the different smells are just like a little bit too much. So maybe do you need to dial back there, right? And so consider again, is sensory rest something that you need to consider for yourself, right? Is that something you need to add to your tool belt? I feel like a like a kid's book, but I just want to keep repeating it because I want you to remember the importance of these things, um, that once you take care of yourself, you'll be able to take care of the others around you. So the fifth one is, I guess, one that I can really elaborate on because essentially that's what I did, well, along with the other forms of rest as well, is a creative rest. And a creative rest is just like taking a break from work or like from pursuing a hobby so that you can give your best efforts when that time comes again, right? And maybe it is taking a step away from your hobby. Maybe it is, you know, you were so into Dungeons and Dragons before that like, you know, you are overdoing it. You're drawing your character. You're getting dressed up. Again, there's nothing wrong with this. But the thing is, if it if it is so overwhelming that like, you know, it, it consumes your life or you all of a sudden aren't like there's no joy sparked by it anymore, maybe you just need a little rest. Like the world isn't going anywhere, right? Like you take a step away from like, let's say for myself, for example, I take a step away from my podcast for a year. Like think about how amazing it is that I can hear about what you've learned in the last year. What have you experienced in the last year, right? Like to me, I feel like that's something really beautiful. And um, so there's people that are like, oh, well, there's so much FOMO. Like you've missed out on all these different like trends and things that you've talked about. But I'm like, you know what? Like I'm always going to be here. This mic is always going to be here. My platform in some sort of way is going to be there. And, you know, creativity can kind of ebb and flow with how our lives are because our lives are always going to have demands. You know, there is no perfect time for things to happen, for things to occur, right, at the end of the day. And life happens. Family emergencies happen. Um, You know, losses happen. Or, you know, some just something really challenging. Adversities happen and it's okay to step away. You know, nothing's going to go poof. And I think, I know, you know, I know that the people who really care and, you know, the people who um, want to be there are going to be there in a year's time. And like, you know, even if you were here all the time, let's say I am using a podcast as an example because it's the easiest as I'm on it right now, is... Or for others, it's like they um, they just got busy. Like life got busy, al- algorithms change, and they stopped listening to me at episode 100. And like since episode 100, like if I'm at 200 at that point, there's 100 episodes that they haven't listened. And to me, I firmly believe that there is a rhyme and a reason, you know, uh, that they've stepped away and listened to something else. Or, you know, that life happens. And I want them to know that I will always be here. I will always have content for them to consume. And, you know, not as like a quote unquote influencer or content creator, like true tips, true connection for them to not feel alone because it's very human for us to experience all these things that I've talked about, right? So consider for yourself, is creative rest something that you need to make sure you do so that you can always have your best foot forward, right? For those those around you social rest. Now, this is a really complicated one because as you and I know with COVID and everything, that forced a lot of social rest for people that may or may not have needed it. Um, But consider this, right? Like 
as a healer and feeler or as for someone that um, works with a lot of people or interacts with a lot of people all the time. Like not only just like meetings and phone calls and zoom calls, but like people that have to attend like work meetings and stuff. Right. It's really important to have some social rest, like avoiding those social parties. And like, you know, for some people are like, Oh, like you should never lie. If you, you know, feel like you need to step away. Maybe you do. Maybe you, you need to, um, Maybe, maybe you do need to say, you know, have a scapegoat all the time and uh, say that, um, say that, hey, uh, my husband wants me home. Um, and that's what you end up doing is you end up going home to your husband, even though what you really needed is to lay down for a nap. Uh, or always have a scapegoat, right? Is your husband's your scapegoat. You guys have a plan. You have a safe word or a keyword. And if you text him that keyword, he calls and says, hey, honey, X is happening. Can you please come home? And then you get to, you know, kind of escape that situation. And like, I think it's difficult because I never feel like we should have to lie. But in some situations, people don't feel comfortable or haven't built those like relationships yet. And I think that it's okay to have to use this way to step away and to, you know, have a little bit of social rest. And maybe it's like taking yourself out on like a solo date because I want, I want all of you to be honest. Like how many of you actually take yourself on a solo date? I don't consistently do it. Like I know a lot of people do it like once a month or whatever, and I don't have a consistent schedule, but like, I'm really happy to like go and have dinner by myself or go for a little shopping trip to the mall by myself. Um, So yeah, consider that. Is social rest something that you need or like something that you're like, oh dang, like I didn't even think about that. I would need that when you work Monday to Friday, nine to five in front of lots of people and then you still socialize over the weekend, right? Like you gotta weigh those pros and cons. Now, the last kind of rest is spiritual rest. Again, whatever that might look like for you, right? Is... um, I think that spiritually, a lot of people talk about like, you should do this or you should do that. Or like, this really works for me or that really works well for me. But like, I think that whatever that spiritual time looks like for you to connect with whatever faith base you're in, I think is really important is remembering that, um, you know, you can just spend and have some quality quiet time in the morning. Maybe it's five minutes of quiet time you know, having some quiet prayer, quiet reflection, right? It doesn't have to go on forever. Like, you know, there are people that pray and can have these quality times go on for hours or 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes, right? And I don't think that it needs to be curated and what it looks like for everyone else. It's what fits best for you, right? It's what is functional for you to ensure that you will do it every day. Um, so yeah, those are the seven forms of rest. And I took all seven of them in my time that I stepped away in the last year. And it was wonderful. I feel that by taking all seven, seven forms of rest, I am a better human. I am a better wife, a better student, a better colleague, right? And so I implore you to ensure that you plan rest as well, right? Um, I know in the school year, by no means is this restful when they're like, oh, there's reading week. Um, but my my nephew is in homeschooling right now and he gets every sixth week off. 
And I think that that's something that's really nice. Maybe that's something you need to plan towards, right? Like people that have like planned mental health days or planned rest days. Because I mean, even if it's not a mental health day, like for people that work out at the gym, like you ain't going to make any gains and you're not going to, you know, um, exceed any PBs or personal bests by not resting. So, and you're only just going to actually injure yourself and then further take yourself further away from what your goal actually is. So maybe you do need to sit down and think about where my schedule and my planning rest um, or assess if there is any rest at all. And you're like, holy crap, actually I have none of it. Then maybe you need to plug it in somewhere, right? So I hope this was helpful today and I hope that I imparted some sort of wisdom with you and I can't wait to be back more. I'm also sorry if you hear my dog because he's being very needy at the moment. Um, so I shall take some rest with him for the next little bit. I hope you are well and I look forward to uh, hearing from you guys. Feel free to follow me on Instagram. I'm pretty, I'm going to try and be more active there in general. Uh, so chat soon. Take care. Hello, Bloom community. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm just popping in to give you the obligatory legal and medical disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only, and the advice and recommendations we discuss do not replace any primary healthcare provider's advice, treatment, or care. With the utilization of this podcast, there is no therapist-to-patient or nurse-to-patient relationship formed, and the use and implementation of the information discussed are at the sole discretion of the listener. The information and opinions shared on this podcast are not intended to be a substitute for primary care, diagnosis, or treatment. Please take this information and share it with your healthcare provider if you wish, and have a discussion to make the best choice for your health. Remember, this content is for educational purposes only.